0: It's me, Reb D. from 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. Thank you for tuning into this podcast. You will not be disappointed, but you will certainly be inspired. Do me a favor, subscribe to this podcast and be inspired every day. Today, we have an awesome interview with a young black man who beat the odds and became an entrepreneur. Listen to this interview with Chef Dash from A Dash of This. Welcome Chef Daft to 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. We are so excited to have you and to also hear your story. When your goal is to survive in the streets where the statistics are not in your favor for a black male ages 18 to 25, Chef Daft, you have beaten the odds and You know, being your mother, I am so proud of you as a young black man that went to Morgan State um, and HBCU and for two years and, you know, due to circumstances, you had to drop out to support yourself, but you chose to be an entrepreneur, um, starting your own catering business. What changed the trajectory of your life during um, those school days? that inspired you to become a self-made chef, or should I say a celebrity chef?
1: All right, so first mom, thank you for that, thank you. Um, The thing that I say changed the trajectory was stuff that happened after college. Really, if I knew I wanted to be a chef while I was in college, I definitely would've went to culinary school. But um, you never know what doors life is gonna have you open. And life had put me through some stren- some very strenuous circumstances that um, made me reflect on myself. It made me look at the man in the mirror. Um, it made me realize I wasn't comfortable with the individual I was looking at. So what I had to do when I realized that was find a way to be happy with myself. I had to look deep into myself and realize what I bring to the world.
0: What I'm right. capable of,
1: What I'm capable of doing with my own hands You know, um, I didn't want to get in trouble for doing stupid stuff. So I said, look, I'm going to do what Sister Brown did. I'm going to feed people. That's what my great-great-grandmother did. She she fed people for a living. She was the Mother Teresa of Long Island. If you know Mother Brown's corner at Hempstead, you know Sister Brown. You know that house. So it was pretty much me realizing I wanted more for myself. and And me realizing that I was the only one that was in control with that power so now we're here today i'm not self-made i had a lot of influences from your husband my father <laughs> other people like uncle scotty you know um entrepreneur entrepreneur like yourself you know um you've always been the woman that you wanted to be so that gave me the courage to be the man i knew i should be and that's how i got here today
0: well said shannon i i i really uh appreciate what you said and all that. I just want to tell you that you are now a role model for other young black men and it is so important that you continue to model that role of who you are because so many people are looking at you right now and and you are you, you never know who's going to pick up what from your life. But Right now, you are really in a a great position of just being positive, being a positive example. Can you give us some of the names of the celebrities that you are now cooking for?
1: Oh, man, it's it's been a nice list. I've definitely been blessed to be able to come in contact with um, different levels of celebrities over over the past few years. So let's say it started off... um, I had a chance to cook for Meek Mill at a concert, Meek Mill's. This is that early in his career. Um, he was still with Nicki Minaj at the time. So at that concert, I got to cook for other celebrities that were there, like Sha Glizzy, Yo Gotti, um, OT Genesis was there, Drezy, Jacquees. These are all hip-hop and R&B singles that a lot of us are familiar with. Then that translated into a few years later, Finding My Way Out, L.A., One of my friends from college, he was able to introduce me to a super producer by the name of Molly Maul. He ended up having a whole bunch of other big time celebrities in the room that day that I got to feed. I didn't get a chance to directly meet, but that's how it goes when it comes to a lot of big celebrities NDAs and so forth. Non-disclosure agreements. Um, Then we had a lot of big comedians. We have a lot of big comedians. We have Lou Duvall, we have D-Ray Davis. We have a close friend of mine, her name is Jess Hilarious that a lot of us know. Um, we have Gary Owens, We we the list goes on. Then we have a few pro athletes. Um, we have world boxing champion right now, Javante Davis, you know, that's um, somebody who I'm talking to but hopefully find my way into their camp very soon. So wow. but I've, been, I've been blessed to be able to cook for a lot of lot of people that are chasing their own dreams.
0: That's that's beautiful. Now, out the gate, when you decided that you were going to be a uh, chef, did you think that you would go to this level of actually uh, cooking for celebrities, or did your were your expectations uh, been far succeed of what you thought you could do? Um, I, ex-
1: I exceeded my expectations within my first year wow. um, and it's not about the money it's about the respect that I've gained the way I understand that progress is a process you know so I, the way I say the progress is a process so I'm not stressed that's that's something I say to myself every day and um, I never knew where I was going to be with this culinary culinary is something I found when I was Deep in a hole, I felt like I was in a dark, you know. At that time, when I found culinary, I was literally sleeping in my car at the time. And that was something I didn't, I don't like to tell people those kind of things. Like, you're my mother, you think, come on now. You, you would have never right. let me sleep in my car, you know. But I felt like these th- are the type of things I had to go through as a man to figure out, you know, um, if this is really what I want to do. Am I really in control of my life? How determined am I to get out of this hole? Am I just going to run for help? You know, that's never been me.
0: Right. So okay.
1: after that first year, I say things really skyrocketed because people seen that I believed in myself. You know, once once people see that you believe in yourself and you actually put out a decent product, the world's going to support you. The people you love and the people you don't know, they're going to support you. And I've been blessed to get love from both sides.
0: Okay, well, let me ask you this, you know, When we have our goals, you know, we all have our particular goals and we want to live out our life passion. We want to be what God has called us to be. Can you say during those trying times that you had to hold on to your faith to be able to believe in yourself?
1: Definitely had to let go of faith. But I think what it goes back into is um, I had to have faith in myself. Like I said, looking at the man in the mirror, um, I very much believe in God. I very much know that he is going to guide me all the way through any trials and tribulations I go through. But I also do know that God isn't put there just for me to rely on him. He put The power of him within me. That's why I love the term God body. I believe we're all God body. You know, we all have a a little bit of God within us, you know, which makes nothing impossible.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the power of the Holy Spirit within you. And that is that is well said. You know, Shannon, there's something else that you're doing that I find um, very inspiring when when you're not cooking for celebrities and doing, you know, big banquets for weddings and things like that, you take time to feed the homeless. And I just want you to tell me what inspired you at your, you know, at your level to go and find time to do that.
1: I say it's a little bit of Sister Brown, my great great grandmother, cuz that's what I watched her do my whole life she fed all the people that were needy people that were disproportionately challenged let's say and what happened next was when I was homeless I don't want to say homeless when I was sleeping in my car um there would be times late night where I would be outside with some of the homeless because I can't sleep you know it's hard to sleep in your car when you're mentally uncomfortable and you're going through depression and anxiety right right um, I would talk to some of the other people out there and I realized a lot of them weren't that different from me
0: they just went through
1: disproportionate circumstances circumstances I didn't have, I was blessed to have you, I was blessed to have my father, my grandparents, my great grandparents, my brother my sister, my aunts, my uncles I've had an abundance I had a village not everybody had that so I realized that it just takes a little bit of energy exchange. Just just breathe life into somebody. You know, it right. may change, it may change their mood for the next hour or the next two hours, or it may inspire them to get up off their behind and become something. So right. after speaking to people that were my age, people that were in worse circumstances than me, I realized somebody had to do the job. There's nobody out there at those hours feeding nobody. Those are the hours that my food would sell out, and if it didn't sell out, I still had food. So three, four in the morning, I'm out. Th- I'm outside talking to the homeless. I'm sitting with them. Connected, You know, just right. you know, right. um, I think
0: it's beautiful.
1: They've inspired me, and I've inspired them. So I, what I did was start a. Well, I started a nonprofit. I never officially made it a nonprofit, but it's called a Dash of Hope. And a dash, um,
0: of hope. Okay.
1: A, a, a dash of hope is my nonprofit side to a dash of this
0: okay. and
1: um, a dash of hope is to feed homeless women and children, battered women and children um, and to feed anybody at need. Because something else that we did in 2020 during this COVID time, we fed 100 doctors and nurses at um, University of Maryland at University of Maryland's shock trauma unit
0: a hundred
1: doctors and okay. nurses from the support of my social media. I have a little over 10,000 followers and I'm not going to say everybody donated something, but we were able to get enough money to be able to go ahead and feed these doctors. And it was beautiful. Okay. It was beautiful.
0: Well, congratulations to you. And, and that is to be commended. And thank you for doing that. And they needed you and you were there. Um, where do you see... Your brand. What is your goal, your long-term goal for your brand, Chef Dash? My real long-term
1: goal? My only long-term goal is to be able to employ everybody in my immediate family. That's that's my long-term goal. To have you working with me, dad working with Well, you know, we all working together. But, you know, to have you on payroll with me. Dad on <laughs> payroll, Diamond, LaShawn, my nieces, Antoinette. That's that's my goal. My goal isn't about nothing I can Back. give anybody else in the world but my family. That's it. That's all I care about.
0: Just like I see uh, Chick-fil-A, I see a dash of this. I really see that all over the place. And and I'm I'm very happy for you that you that you have the potential to make it into a great franchise and and just just make it big. And I know you're going to continue to, to grow in your craft. What can you say to other young men who are at a crossroad and need encouragement to embark on their life passion? You know, there's so many people that are just kind of stuck. What words of encouragement that you can get them to start on their goals or their passion right now? What can you tell them?
1: Um. Don't be afraid to seek help. Don't be afraid to seek a mentor. Don't be afraid to be honest with your mentor when you do seek them out. You know, put it all on the table. You feel right. me? When, when you hide in stuff, nobody knows where they could really help you. So you gotta be, you just gotta be ready to jump. You gotta be ready to be open for help. You know? Okay. I, I, I feel... I didn't necessarily have the support I wanted at the beginning, but I found it. You know, I found the friends in the process. I found mentors in the process. I have friends that I'm 31 years old. I just started reading books. You know, I can read great, but my (laughs) friends now, you know, that's the circle I have now. They encourage me. They put me on to books and stocks and business opportunities and so forth. So, I would say That's great. just seek out the right individuals. Seek out positive energy.
0: Don't okay. be afraid to
1: ask questions.
0: Well, I also know that you have a few mentees of your own, of young men that are looking and aspiring to be chef and chefs, and you're helping them as well. So, yes, you know, keep doing what you're doing, Chef Dash. Um, we are so proud of you. Um, I know that you're on social media. Maybe you would like to tell people how they can find you won't you let us know where how we can contact you okay
1: so you can contact me on instagram um at dash the chef you can contact me on instagram at a dash of this you can also contact me on instagram where you can find my food truck is the chimney truck 410 the number 410 also you have my website www.dashthechef.com that's where you can fill out your inquiries and you can find me and learn a little bit about me too.
0: Okay. Well, thank you so much for inspiring all listeners at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers. And, you know, hopefully we can get you back again when you go to your next level of your business. So thank you, yes, Dash. And God bless you and may heaven continue to shine upon you.
1: Thank you, mom. Love you.
0: Bye-bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. Wow, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Sean Mason. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you got something out of it to achieve your goals. Please share this podcast with someone that can use a boost to help them into recovery. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at 2020 Radical Gold Diggers and join our next Gold Table Talk where all we talk about is goals, goals, goals. Thank you. Thank you